welcome back to the Rugby Connection podcast. It's the last one of the year. It's the yeah. last one of 2023. We're taking a little Christmas break. Um, and it's sort of like that halfway point through the season as well, which seems to come around far too quickly. But we do have rugby to talk about. Uh, uh, the last week of European rugby for... Um, before the teams go back to their regular season and before Christmas and whatnot. But before that, Murray, how are you? I'm all right, yes. Um, got a bit of the cold, but that's expected again. Like well, this time of year. Throat myself, but we're old men and it's called it's man flu. That's what it is. Power through and the rugby soothes me. The rugby Actually, does well, to to be honest, I didn't watch as much rugby as I intended to watch this weekend purely because I ended up going out on a boys' night out and drank a lot of alcohol and got very very drunk. Uh, then woke up on the Sunday only to watch the Sharks lose, um, and then I sort of just went into hiding yesterday. <laughs> Fair enough. Do you want do you want to get to the Challenge Cup then? Yeah, we'll get to the Challenge Cup. I suppose we'll go from the Friday. We had some very tasty results. Uh, mm. Gloucester hosted Clement and yeah. they won. Uh, 28 points to 17. Uh, your favourite person, Johnny May, opens the scoring account. Uh, Santiago Carreras is kicking goals for fun. Actually, that was that Santiago Squared won that game. Yeah, they did. They did. Because Sassino? That's it. Got the double. And Carreras, like you've just mentioned, just it's all right. After Johnny May scored, they just kind of like it's okay. We've got this. Don't worry. Yeah, uh, I th- I thought Clermont were going to do them. I thought Clermont were looking a bit too strong, but you know, apparently that home bias. Uh, it's always strange yeah. to back a team that just beat like your team. So that's how I did it because they beat Edinburgh. Yeah. Talking about backing a team who are playing at home. Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work all the time. This next result is kind of crazy because the debutante Black Lions, first time that they've ever played in not only just a European competition, I think it's fair to say a major competition because they do mm-hmm. play in the Europe Super Cup against teams like Tel Aviv uh, and against teams like uh, the Romanian Wolves. Exactly. They run the show every single year. So they got invited to the Challenge Cup. They played uh, Gloucester in Georgia um, last week. I think it were what, 15 points to 10 Gloucester won. So yeah. they made a good account of themselves. Yeah. This year, they travelled to Klinechli to play the Scarlets at Parker Scarlets for the first ever time against a team who compete in the URC, arguably one of the most competitive competitions in the world, a competition that uh, includes teams like the Bulls, uh, Leinster, Munster, and they won. And yeah, they won. like the thinnest of margins. Very convincing one. 23-7. The Black Lines versus Scarlets. What so, is happening? So, wait, so now what we have to just agree on then is anytime Georgia or a Georgian team come to Wales, they win. It's a victory. Yeah, well, wow. I mean, Scarlets do open the try-scoring account. Uh, via Fafita goes over... Uh, on around three minutes, Johan, uh, Johan Loy converts that. Mm. But after that, it's just, <laughs> well, it's sort of back and forth, yellow card. Then we start seeing penalty goal, try, conversion, penalty goal, try, conversion. And then they finish it after a yellow card for the, sco- uh, for the Scarlets with a penalty goal. That's a proper win. That's a proper convincing victory. Yeah, so you won. Fair uh, point. Because now it really opens up predictions when we're going back to, to and the challenge. You're also in the mud. Yeah. Because you shouldn't be losing. You should, like, no, no offense to the black lines. The, the Scarlet should not be losing to them. If there was any game on the European end of the calendar, you, there's one game you should not be losing. It's against the invitational teams. The invitational team, exactly. And not even just the invitational team, the invitational team who have never played high level rugby in terms of these big competitions. Yeah. Anyways, moving on to the Saturday, your boys took on cast at home. Uh, so the return of the big guns and a bearded Duan van der Merwe uh, beat cast 34-21. Uh, 
Uh, we did. How, how, I mean, you were there. How, how was it? It was good. I actually got to take Carter, which is very rare. Yep. Just because the kickoff times up here are quite late. Mm-hmm. So, but hey, he enjoyed it. We got a lot of the tries coming our end, so it was even better. Matt Curry, big shout out to him. Don't think he's going to get a Scotland cap this Six Nations, but I can definitely see him getting called up into the yeah bigger squad. And like you said, Duhan, Van der Merva, two tries, one just kind of like a tap-in almost, but the second one was classic Duhan, caught it from the midfield, and just went, right, everyone, buckle up, you're in for a bumpy ride, and here we go. Take you along with me. And he's got a beard now, like you've just said, and he looks even more scarier. Yeah, he looks, uh, before he looked quite clean and refined, and now he just looks like he's going to just fucking kill you. Yeah. And we've got the return of the Prince. Darcy Graham is back. In the 23 jersey. What's going on? I was, he ended up playing the whole game anyway, because Harry Patterson, unfortunately, failed his HIA, but Cass got a red card like 10 minutes in, so well done. Yeah, good win for your boys. Uh, Back on track. Um, Talking about back on track, Zebre getting a win away versus Oyanax, 21-14. Yeah, boring game. Uh, (laughs) It was. It was a very boring game. I mean, for the first, what was it? For the first 54 minutes, only three points were scored. Uh, On 52 minutes, only three, three points were scored. Oyanax took the lead with a try and a conversion. And then Zebre remembered that they're supposed to be good this year and put enough points on the board to uh, to go ahead. But Whereas, whereas the Zebre of old would have just let that continue. Yeah, Zebra of old would have just conceded more and more. But, uh, you know, at least they sort of got up and pulled their finger out and decided to, you know, be a URC-worthy team <laughs> against uh, only recently promoted top 14 team. So... Is what it yeah. is. Talking about uh Italian teams versus French teams, Benetton do it in a bit more of a classy way, 29-7 over uh Perpignan. And uh, yeah, Benetton were were more or less um dominant over, yeah. over the uh the entirety of this game. However, our boy Sebastian Negri got double yellow card and then red carded. Oh Seb. Seb, what are you doing, pal? It's it's Christmas. That's what that's what's for. He wants the time off. He's wants doing to... on the naughty list he is. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean it's just Benetton, they're just a they're just a very good team this year. Yeah, just this year, last season as well. But this year they look like proper contenders. I said it last week as well, and I know it's not really anything to do with the result or the squad. That pink jersey is just oh, it's oh, it's gorgeous. And I want to get onto that uh, a bit of a Christmas theme to the uh to the episode, we'll go on to uh, our Christmas lists and okay. uh, rugby jerseys, but we okay. can talk about you can talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, um, we move on to um, a South African team who I do hold quite dear to my heart. They are sort of my second team. I'm I'm a fan of the Lions. I don't support them. I'm a fan, but right now it's good to see them winning because my team, the Sharks, just can't seem to do it. Uh, 35-13 over a travelling Newcastle Falcons. Again, just a dominant performance from the Lions. Yeah. It's just it week, in, week in, week out, this team has built something special over the last two seasons of URC and whatnot. Uh, they've, it feels like they've taken a lot of the young lads and a lot of the strays from other teams and they've mm-hmm. just developed them into something that just works so well. Uh, talking about sort of strays, Tanele Nahamba back at fly half. Brilliant, mm. Marius Lowe. I mean, both of them previous Sharks players. Now they're blossoming at the Lions. Emmanuel Chatuka sort of came up through that, uh, through that system. Uh, he's now sort of taken his brother's spot after his uh, brother Vincent left for the Sharks. Um, but yeah, it's just full of full of players and young talent who who are hungry to play and want to play for each other, and that's. Yeah. That, exactly, that's what you want, and that's how you build uh, build a good team. Mm. Um, but yeah, tough, tough one on the road for Newcastle. They haven't been having the best season at all. Um, but uh, after a win on the European stage, they get a loss. So, yeah. And we move on to... Um, actually, <laughs> what, what ended up being a fair 
close encounter. And you know what I was going on last uh, um, last episode? I, was, I couldn't remember the name of the Dragon's Fly. No. I called him, you know, as Kai Evans. I don't know how I mixed I up. hit you. That's what I said. Yeah, I think you did. And you were like, no, it's not. I, uh, oh, oh. I was watching him. I was like, oh, his name is Kai Evans. Jesus Christ, Cameron. Anyway, he's, uh, you know, he starts off well for the Dragons. Two penalty goal. Uh, Benjamin goes over for a try as well. Um, but then, you know, it's a very tic-tac game. Mm-hmm. Um, not one that I watched because I honestly, I thought this was just going to be the battle of the shitters. No offense to them. But... No, I'm the same. I said that last week. I said if there's any game I couldn't care about, this was it. Yeah, um, but no, it actually ended up being a very entertaining game, and uh, Poe get the win, twenty four twenty one. Um, yeah, not much more to say about that. We'll move on to the Sunday. How do you lose to Poe? Where the Sharks, my Sharks, travel to Bloemfontein, and we get beaten by the Cheetahs. And you know what? <sighs> I, I don't feel bad for losing to the cheaters. Okay. No, I'm 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 disappointed we're lost, but a lot of people I've seen in the comments saying, How do we lose to the cheaters? They're not even in the URC. You know, we, we're better than them. The cheaters are a very, very, very good team. The cheaters competed in Super Rugby Unlocked. They're also the current Curry Cup champions, and they quite often run the Curry Cup, getting to the finals. Um, they're a very good team. They are a very, very good team, and the Sharks in the way they are now, especially with Ruan Pina pulling the strings at fly-off yeah. or scrum-off. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, that man's 39 years old, Murray. He's and he's, he's the top point scorer in this competition. He's the top point scorer in this competition, and he's looking like one of the best fly offs slash scrum offs in South Africa. One of the best halfbacks in South Africa all around. Um, I will say it was actually a very entertaining game. It was a very entertaining game. Um, the Cheetahs took an early lead, but Eben Esbeck got on the tr- uh, on the scoring board once again for the Sharks. I think that's three games in a row that he's scored. In the last three games, Eben Esbeck has scored four tries for us. Uh, in the last four games, games he scored four tries for us. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Grant Williams goes over for a good try. He started at scrum half. I think he looked very good. Um, but yeah, Ruan Pina just controlling the game for the Cheetahs. They managed to get back into it. Uh, Jasper goes over for a try in the 74th minute, not long after a Makazuli with Pimpy try. That puts the Cheetahs uh, just in front with a conversion to come and we in the five minutes that were left we couldn't do anything uh it's not like the bulls game where we got just absolutely blown out of the water i'd say we definitely had moments in that game where we played well um but the cheaters just played better uh and it's simple as that and i feel like a few players who came off the bench maybe weren't uh fully up to scratch uh, and maybe a few moments from individual errors maybe cost us that game. But I won't name any names. Just I could see any that you want to name and shame your number. No, I, I won't name any names. Um, we got this one yeah, wrong. Absolutely dogs the Ospreys. I mean, I said they would win. I think you said the Ospreys would win, but... I got kind of all caught up in reminiscing about last year's performance, so... But... Yeah. That's fine. That's easy, though. Nice to see him starting at fly half. Um, George Bridge goes over. Koamani one, two, couple tries in the first half. Yeah, it was just um, just a massacre, wasn't it? Two yellow cards as well. George North's get uh, three yellow cards. Sorry, three yellow cards for the Ospreys throughout that game. Only one try to show for it. Only five points. Yeah, that's a rough one to take. That's a rough one. It's not great. Considering what you went and done last year. Exactly. And the, and the squad hasn't really changed much, if at all. The Welsh regions have had a tough one this week. However, we will get on to Cardiff in a minute, who actually put up a fair fight. Uh, yeah, we'll get we'll jump that. into that. We'll jump into the... Saints. Oh, my God. 
seems indeed. Uh, it doesn't look like Bayon are that much of a fluke from drawing with Munster because although they do lose to Glasgow, 12 points to 11. Yes. It was a close one. Bayon... Yeah, it was fluke as a close, yeah. Bayon seem to be the upset merchants. What uh, made it funny as goals. I was going back to last week's episode when we done predictions for this round. And we're like, you're like, it's got to be Glasgow. Surely. I mean, it was just skin of their teeth. Um, I'd say it's it's Glasgow, Glasgow's campaign back on track, but it really isn't. It doesn't feel like a victory. I know they're away, but uh, a team like Bayon and a team like Glasgow, you really would be predicting to take the victory. They were, they were one kick away from getting defeated. I mean, Reese yeah. Hodge. Yep, I actually didn't realize Reese Hodge played for Bayon. So yeah, I know this. This is what I find in the 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 top fourteen teams. A lot of the littler teams, or a lot of the not 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 the big boys. Yeah, uh, they just have random Kiwis and Wallabies playing for them. Yeah, but I mean, we all know Reese Hodge has a cannon of a boot and loves a yeah. field kick. It had the distance; it just didn't have the accuracy. It yeah, kind of accuracy. came off the side, but yeah, I want to go. I want to talk about the Saints. They, this uh, team, the uh, Northampton Saints are are finally making true to their word. Yes, they wanted to compete. Well. You're they competing. want to compete on the European on the European stage, and my God, are they beating Toulon, European powerhouses, um, yeah. and a team who is just absolutely jam packed with talent. Um, um, yeah, we did this last week. Toulon are stacked, but Saints are just Saints are just good. They Saints are really good. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you. I think you mentioned it last week, but I'm gonna do it again. As an England fan, would you be kicking yourself that Courtney Laws has hung up the international bits? Oh, 100%. I said it last week. I said, England fans must be kicking themselves in the bollocks right now because Courtney Laws is on the form of his life for Northampton Saints and he's just retired from international. It's not how else played bloody well. Yeah, who's that? George Furbank. George Furbank got two tries. Yeah. I was just... It was just nice rugby that the Saints were playing. Really, our friend with Joe Charles Saval made his debut for the Saints. There you go. Yeah. And yeah, it just it feels like a team that are just clicking in the right way. Definitely, and that's, all, that's all I can really. I can't really argue with that. That's it's just nice. I mean, that's two wins now for them. Uh, again, one away to Glasgow, which are. Becoming a bit of a powerhouse in the URC, definitely one of the uh, one of the stronger teams, especially playing uh, in Scotston. And then, okay, you're playing at home, but against Toulon, yeah, big big wins, big big wins, and they're doing that the hard way. They're not they're not poaching off uh, teams like I mean Bayonne looking like probably the, the strongest team in the league right now, but um, they're not doing it the the easy way per se. We'll go on to the Saturday because this is where it gets interesting. Sure. An absolute try fest in Saracens versus Connacht. Saracens getting the win 55 36. Uh, yeah, it was just try, 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 try. Absolute yeah. try fest. Actually, Juan Martin Gonzalez. Yeah, Juan Martin Gonzalez. Back row. How do you score that? Hell of a player. Hell I, can't of a player. I can't tell. And it's one of those tries. You get tries like this all the time. I can't tell if it's sheer brilliance from the player or really poor defence. I can't decide. Oh yeah, but you could argue the same from um, you could argue Duan Van der Mer, the the try of the year last year. Was it sheer brilliance by Duan or was it just shit defence? Could it's probably a uh, I think it's an aspect of both. I I would rather give credit to the player. I'll say it's sheer brilliance. Yeah, but uh, Bundiaki on return gets a try. Of course he does. Of course he does. He's there to do. Did you see uh, before the game, um, Jamie George Bundiaki having a nice little cuddle? I thought that was quite nice. Find uh, someone that looks at you the way Bundiaki looks for Jamie George. That's it. There you go. Um, but yeah, as we get sort of further into the game, we do see that Saracens are pulling away. Jamie George goes uh, with a fairly quick uh, double. Mm. Um, 33 minutes and 41 minutes. Uh, opening the try, um, try scoring accounts for them, uh, Owen Hartley, and then Sh- uh, Sean Maitland, uh, Lucas Sinti, yeah, and then Theo Dan as well. He, he decides to get on the board because he's becoming 
uh, one of the great talents of uh, England rugby. But Connacht weren't going down with our fight because Hanrahan over converts his own. Uh, Joe Joyce goes over. Prentagast goes over. Um, in sort of the last moments of defiance, it was a hell of a game. It was. Just... Come on, Connacht. Come on, man. Anyways, talking about uh, nail biting finishes, La Rochelle versus the Stormers. When you yeah. are ahead for the entire game, the entire game, La Rochelle were ahead. Uh, the Stormers were were just about hanging on, and just wow, what yeah. a finish! Manny Lebox steps up and decides a touchline conversion as well, and his kicking has not exactly been. The most consistent this year, but my God, did he make that one count to put them one point ahead of La Rochelle at full time. What a way to do it, Manny. Well done. Uh, and the Stormers beat the champions. Are they essentially out now? Well, not really, because essentially all you need is to win two games to go through. Mm. Still not great, though, for the defense. Still not great. Could we see Larish? <laughs> Imagine we see Larishel drop down to Bloody World Challenge Cup after winning the Champions no, Cup. No, 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 that's not fair. No, 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 don't need that. Bugger off. Yeah, no, don't be. Yeah, please, please, no, please, don't. don't do that. Um, but yeah, Ben Loder, Ben Loder played an outstanding game. It's ben not, was... it's not his first cap for the Stormers, but uh, it's his first game that I've seen him really, really take to the reins, and he played a fantastic game. There you go. Love that. Um, but yeah, not too bad. I think there's a little bit of a uh, uh, a mistake here on my uh, score sheet because it said Manny Lebox scored a try on the 81st minute, but then Venter converted that goal on the 79th. So yeah, switch, uh, switch it. I mean, fair play if Venter can take a conversion, but okay, yeah, yeah, you, you know, exactly. <laughs> Uh, moving on, uh, Bristol do not continue their luck. They go away. They play uh, a very strong Bordeaux team. You can't even blame them because this Bordeaux team is absolutely stacked. Maxime yes. Lucu, uh, the sort of uh, deputy to uh, um, Antoine Dupont, and you would think probably the starting scrum off of France, the Six Nations, with uh, the lack of Dupont. Uh, yeah. He opens the scoring all by himself with a penalty goal, then a try, then a conversion. Um, Biel Berry and Penno being on that team. That's... And, our, and our boy, Ben Tahoe, again, ben a beautiful try. over as well. <laughs> yeah, it's just not fair, is it? And then you've got Jalibert on the team as well. well of course. What's that about? You've they're also got, signing, they're also signing Johnny Gray. There you World go. Cup internationals for France. Yes. Yeah. And, and you've got all... potentially two of the most dangerous wingers of the World Cup in Bordeaux. Yeah. How can you contain them? You can't. You can't. Imagine watching Biel Berry go over a try, defending your heart out for what in 10 minutes, 13 minutes, and then Penno goes over for a try just to rub salt in your wounds. Yeah, Bordeaux are looking the real deal. I, I could really see Bordeaux lifting the trophy this year. I know it's too early to say. Well, a lot of people are saying that Bordeaux are definite dark horses for this. Definite dark horses. So I just can't see it. The only team that I can see containing them right now is maybe a Toulouse, maybe a Leinster, maybe, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Especially... It will be very interesting. I know we've still got group games, but... Still got group games. Um... This one was interesting. Uh, Leinster versus Sale Sharks. 10-point difference, 37-27. Uh, Sale Sharks, um, I thought they performed quite well at the RDS. I would I would be spitting teeth if I was a Sale Shark fan because you were playing really, really well and then Leinster pretty much turned up for 15 minutes. 15? 15 minutes is all it took because we had Gibson Park open the score account. Then we had Robbie Henshaw go over 50, uh, 57 minutes. We had Ryan Baird go over on 62 minutes. We had Kean Healy go over uh, on uh, 70 minutes. Frawley converting, Prentagask uh, converting. And then you decide to hit back with a couple tries yourself. Taylor and Curtis go over. Uh, Rob Dupree converting those. But yeah, um, not ideal. 
not ideal at all. That's what it is. It's the RDS. It's Leinster. It's... The RDS is probably the hardest place to go play in Europe. I'm just saying it's 2023. How are you letting Keane Healy score? There's nothing against Keane Healy. That is true. That is true. But, uh, yeah, a bit of a closer finish this time. Leon versus the Bulls. This rivalry is, is continuing yeah. a bit because we had it last... We had it last um, uh, last year with uh, Leon versus the Bulls. Mm. This year, the same, 29-28. What a game this was. Brilliant game. Hell of a game. This is the sort of stuff we want. Um, yeah, Zach Berger opens up for the Bulls. Good start. Chris Smith is starting at fly-off this time. Bear in mind the Bulls sending sort of a se- uh, second-string squad over to Leon, so it makes it all the more impressive for them. Mm. Um and they get away with the uh the bonus point the losing bonus point. There you are. So that that's also ideal for them. That's another another sort of French uh winger to come. He has capped for Wales uh for Wales has capped for France. What am I on about? Has capped for France in the Six Nations, I think it was, wasn't it? Where they yes, capping him. Um, uh, Sergio Peterson goes over for a try. Uh, Michael van Staden goes over for a try. Yeah, really good from the Bulls, but um, yeah, the 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 Leon were just they were just one point better. It's as simple as I can't really separate the two teams by anything more because the two teams were so even. Uh, Leon were just one point one point ahead on the scoreboard at the end of the night. No, no shame in it. And the shock of the weekend for me was the Cardiff Bath game. Not the result because I knew Bath would win. I knew it was the weekend. Easy. Hands Easy, down. Yeah. That gate, that first half especially, was ridiculous. Josh Adams scoring two. I know Josh got injured, but hopefully he's on the mend. Yeah. But and then it was weird because there was another there was a masterclass, but it wasn't off the kicking tee. No. Finn Russell. When did you see Finn Russell doing breaks like that? And then of course Ollie Lawrence scores because that's what Ollie Lawrence does as well. Well, Cockney Singer scores, and then a couple minutes later, Ollie Lawrence scores. Yeah. Adams then says, hold my beer. I'm talking about beer, Tinas de beer, uh, kicking like a champion. Yes. Um, Bob, um, Barbary goes over, Finn Russell kicking like a champion as well. Dunn goes over. Uh, Webb goes over, or Hammer Webb, should we say. Then Thomas, uh, Ben Thomas goes over, Tinas de beer kicking as well. And then Kotsia with a quick double. Yeah, just comes off the bench. No, I've got this, boys. Don't worry. Yeah, what a game! What a game! The second half was a bit, a bit. I think they kind of gave us all a show in the first half. Really gave us all a show in that first half. um, Hell of a game! Hell of a game! It was one of those ones that obviously two games kick off at the same time in the Champions Cup for the most part. So it was between Cardiff and against Bath or Ulster versus Rathing. I was like, you know what? I'll fuck kind of between the two. I didn't. I ended up just watching Cardiff Bath. Because Ulster versus Rassing, I mean, Ulster get the win, 31-15. Ulster finally come right uh, and win. Rassing are shit. I'm just saying it. Like, they are horrible. Yeah. They, it's not quite the game. They, I mean, I know they lost against the Quins, but that was at least an entertaining game. This was yeah, not... but even when you even when you like now that I think about it, the defense just wasn't there. Obviously, yeah. it wasn't there this game either. Because it's 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 it, I don't understand how because you you literally like the very strong teams. I mean, starting the likes of Gail Fiku, Henry Arundel attacking weapons. In terms of defense, you've got uh, Will Rowlands and uh, Sia Khaleesi. Um, Cameron Walkie as well. Like, how how is this team performing bad? I don't know. Juan as well for Argentina, another attacking weapon. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. I don't really want to like put all the issues on them because it's not just their fault. But they don't have like a class, like a world class ten anymore. No, they don't, do they? Because I mean, what they they've had Carter, Sexton, and Russell for the no. last however long. Yeah, they, last ten. Last tens just coming out of everywhere. Now they don't. What what's mm. a fly off you could see signing for Racing to solve their problems? 
Um, that's a good question. I'm trying to think. I could see them bagging maybe like Brown Barrett, like when he's finishing up. Barrett would be a, oh, imagine that Bowden Barrett for Racing. I can see Richard Mwanga because he's over in Japan now. So following the legacy of uh, the great, uh, the great Dan Carter, just sign. It doesn't even matter. Just get a world. I could see. I could see. Uh, not that I want him to leave South Africa. I could see a Manny Leboc playing at Racing. That would work. Yeah. yeah, I could see Amani Leboc fitting in quite well at Racing. Not that I want, I, I want him to stay at the Stormers. Keep our <laughs> talent at home, thank you very much. Uh, talking about talent, talking about young talent, Exeter. Oh my God, you yes! just yourself again. <laughs> Thirty-two points to twenty-four over the URC champions, Munster. Munster are looking a bit shit. We were twenty-four thirteen down. I know. It was great. It was so good. And guess who scores again? Henry Slade. Slady. I'm what telling you about him. What's, what's what even, you, don't, right, you don't even need to apologize anymore. Just give him the fucking jersey. He is the MVP of this competition so far. Not even just for Exeter. I mean for the whole competition. Yeah, the he just, I think I did a video on it. It was, he got a, the last minute kick winning kick against Gloucester in the Prem. He got a crucial try up in Newcastle in the Prem. Last minute kick, or last kick of the game, sorry, against Tolan last week. Seals a famous victory, comeback victory with a bonus point. Yep. Just like that. That man is, like I said, MVP of the competition so far. Uh, But, I'm going to actually give credit to some other Chiefs as well. Jack Dunn coming off the bench yep. and just uh, essentially bullied us back into it. Yeah. I've never really seen a second row run like that and rip the ball to score a try. But You yeah. know what? This this young, your young team of players just have a, a just, it's like they have a chip on their shoulder. Well, they don't they have a chip on their shoulder. Oh, yeah. They just want to prove people wrong. I love it. I'm all for it. Um, we move on to Har- Harlequins. Harlequins <laughs> host Toulouse, and they you're a you're a generous host because you gave them everything. Yeah, forty seven nineteen Toulouse beat Harlequins. Uh, Andre Estesen scored. It was a nice try. It was it was a very good try, but very good try breaks through. But again, after that, I don't I don't like. Pinpointing where it all goes downhill, but I hope Dino Lamb's all right. Yes, that, that looked horrific. That was a rough one, very a very long time. And yeah, just wish Dino a big speed of recovery. But uh, I think to actually shout out to Arnie Herbst, Herbst, whatever you call him. Yeah, another South African who tries off the bench. Yep. Fair play, big man. But it didn't work. To lose, just to lose, isn't it? it just, it... They just, they, they, they should be renamed We're Gonna Make You Lose because that's just what they do. That's Such what they do. That a shit joke. I thought you'd do better than that. Anyways, <laughs> move on to a bit of a classic for a European night. Uh, mm. Tigers versus Stade Francais. Leicester Tigers sending over their their little boys. I say little boys, they weren't very little. Some boys. They did have Carter still playing for them. So I mean, what is with hookers? What's going on? It's dangerous. In the modern age, the hooker is the most dangerous player on the pitch. And I've said before, when you've got the likes of Dan Sheehan, uh, Theo Dan running around. Uh, it's it's not fair. No, but yeah, credit where well, credit's due. I mean, Archie Vane's hat trick, all the tries for Leicester. Yep. Leicester nearly shot himself in the foot right at the end. Mike Brown getting a yellow card. Yeah, why are you doing that? And start from to be fair, the way they were playing, I was like, they're going to kick for goal. It's going to be a draw, and everyone's going to be hating it. And they're like, no, no, we're going to go for the win, and they choked. So the man. Yeah, 
Um, but <laughs> it was a good game. It was one of the games I did watch because mm. I was sort of I was a bit hungover on the Sunday night. I was a bit depressed because the Sharks lost again. So I was like, I watched Leicester, and yeah, it was it was a it was a decent enough game to keep my att- a drunk uh, not a drunken a hungover Cameron's attention uh, for for eighty minutes. So yeah, you that's only because Seku Makalu was playing. Yeah, he's a freak of nature. He is a freak of nature. He can literally play. I think he could play any position on that pitch and be fine. True. Maybe not the front row. Before we go into predictions and other stuff, we have got some news. Yep. Um, the IRFU are talking to the all provinces about sevens contracts. Interesting. Obviously for the, for the Olympics. This is weird because uh, Hugo Keenan was, I'll, I'll, I'm up for going to the Olympics. And then he went, no, I'm not. And then the IRFU went, what if we talk to everyone and get like a, a dream star-studded sevens team. I think that's really like I, I, and I, I. People say it's unfair when you bring one player into the sevens team. You want to bring in the whole squad, essentially. Yeah. What about? I mean, the Irish sevens team are a quality team anyway. Jordan Conroy is amazing. Just let them. Yeah, chuck a Hugo Keenan in there for a bit of fun. Whatever. Yeah, chuck one, or, one or two. Don't. Try and draft in a whole squad. I'm I'm probably reading that wrong. It probably won't be a full squad, but yeah, just the fact that that they're wanting to talk to like all the provinces as well. And yeah, but anyway, sticking with Ireland, the Viking might be staying there, just not in red. Oh my god, I hate it! I hate it, Murray. <laughs> I hate it. the big so blue. So do Leinster fans. I put up a video saying like, it looks like. I think I said Jack Ninabar has obviously been speaking to his boys about it. And it looks like Snyman could be going to Leinster. Leinster fans are like, no. He gets hurt all the time, right? As good as a player as he is, he that's doesn't play. He doesn't play. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of Leinster fans were coming from. I was like, no thanks. Well, I wanted him to come back home. It's been a whirlwind with, with him because he was meant to be going home. To South Africa. Yep. Then he was going to be going to Bath with Henry Arundel, who's also signed a new deal with Racing, so he's not going. Yep. Now, Snyman apparently wants to stay in Ireland because he doesn't want to move again, but he might move to Leinster. Why? Fucking Leinster. Sign for Connick or something. Or go join Stephen Kitsoff at Ulster. Do you mean why Stephen Leinster? Sign for Connick. I'm up for that. Why fucking Leinster, Murray? The big blue bastards. Money. What about the money? They're a bunch of bastards. Yes. But yeah, that's... Sorry to all the Leinster fans watching this. I do apologise, but you are a bunch of bastards. There is another second row on the move. I don't think it's a big loss because he's been injured again. But if he can stay fit, it will be a huge benefit. Johnny Gray. Yeah. He's signing for Bordeaux. There you go, Bordeaux's getting another. Bordeaux's getting another one. And do you think that's a bit of a loss for extra Chiefs, considering no. the lack of experience? Although now that experience is going up because you're winning big games. Well, that's it. I know Johnny's been hurt, and that's yeah. why he's playing, but I don't really need him right now. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, you've been performing. I mean, obviously, like every addition to the squad is huge, but. I mean, we've got like David Jenkins. I'm not saying he's better, but, but he's 20 years old and he's our captain. Yeah, Jack Dunn that I mentioned, and he came off the bench. It's position to make Henry Slade uh, captain, though. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like we've got a 20 year old captain that's second row. It's not yeah. like, like yes, it's, it is a big loss because Johnny Gray is on his day when he's fully fit is fantastic. But I do see positives in it because he could. He could replicate his brother's success. I mean, Richie went to France for years. Yeah. When it cast, then they're right there. Went to Toulouse and won a couple of top 14s. Yeah. So, who, know, who knows? I mean, more we'll than the form they're on now. Exactly. You'll never know until they're actually there. Exactly. Um, I think what other news there was. Uh, uh, yeah, you you mentioned it. Henry Ordinal staying at Racing. No, more, no Six Nations for him, anyway. 
Nope. England really have to sort that. They are if you have to sort that out. Right, they got to. Well, it seems that Maratoji and Jimmy George are staying at Saracens. For now. Due to the RFU giving centralised contracts. Why is that not a thing? Why? Yeah. Where's that been? Takes the pressure off the clubs. I, Why think, I, th- I, th- I think purely because they've just realised, ah, oh, shit, look how many players. I mean, let's think about the players they've lost, right? They've lost Henry Arundel to Racing. They've lost Joe March to Stade Francais. Um, they've lost Sam Simmons to... Jack Wallace, sorry. To Montpellier. Jack and, Wallace. Uh, J- what? Jack Wallace. Jack Tom Willis. Oh, Jack- Tom Wallace was in the Prem. Sorry, Jack Wallace. I was right. Uh, Jack Knoll for, to Stade Francais. Uh, Stade Fr- yeah, no, not Stade Francais. La Rochelle. Stade, Stade Roloche, whatever it is. They don't try it in French, just fine. And more that aren't like aren't big ones, but like Marcus Smith was rumored to be going. Obviously, it's not happening. But I don't know. I think it's just funny that they're now going like offering like somewhat of a central contract. Yeah, because they've realised shit. You do realise this could have saved clubs if you just done that anyway. It could have saved clubs. If you have players in your squad that are on their central contracts, you don't need to worry about their wage. You can give other players wages. You know, you just think about, Christ, think about the likes of a, a London Irish, if maybe mm. a centralised contract. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. We've got... Actually, just because you did mention it earlier, Christmas is next week, which is horrible to think about. I love Christmas, but it's just crazy how quick it's came round. Let's go by quickly, doesn't it? So, trying to keep it rugby. What's your, what's on your wish list? What, uh, not much, to be honest, because I've cut down on the jerseys a lot. Um, because I have so many of the bastards. So I've been saving myself an absolute truckload of money. The last jersey that I got in the last sort of five months is that Leicester Tigers jersey. And that's just because I wanted Pollard on the back. Because I'm actually sixth of sixth of January. I'm going to go watch Leicester Tigers versus Saracens <coughs> with my friend who is a Saracens fan. Poor boy. Yeah, um, uh, but hopefully it'll be Pollard versus Farrell. So we'll see. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. If I could choose one jersey to have under my Christmas tree. What would it be? Oh, it's a tough one, you know. It's, I mean, that Benetton jersey is up there. Mm. It's definitely up there. But <clears throat> I think I'd rather have. Just trying to think of all the good jerseys at the moment. <laughs> you know what I would really like. Hmm. I'd like that Black Lines jersey. Okay. It's quite That's a nice cool. piece. It's quite a nice piece. Or I would like the new Lions jersey because, hmm. I mean, this is uh, this is last season's with a little bit of red down here and whatnot, and it's got the red back. But for me, the Lions are a red team. They play in red, just reminiscing back to Super Rugby when they were on absolutely on top of the world. And yeah, they played a, in an all red jersey and it looked phenomenal. And this year they're doing the same again and it looks really, really nice. So I wouldn't mind that. Fair enough. But Can't argue with that. Yeah, or the Sharks European jersey, just because I find it funny because we got gold trim and we ain't won nothing. You've got some there having gold trim on yours. Yeah. I love it. <clears throat> Fair enough. I think I'm with you on the Benetton one. I think that is a definite must. The Zebra jersey ain't too bad either, you know. I wouldn't say no to it, but I wouldn't like spend my money on it. I'd take the Benetton jersey over it. I'd spend my money on the Benetton jersey. Yeah. But if somebody like, oh, I got you a jersey and it's the Zebra one. I'd be like, oh, cheers. Oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah. But um, no, I really want the XR Chiefs one, the blue one. The blue one. The blue one. I don't... This goes in weird as a Chiefs fan. I don't like their home or away kit. Um, the European kits. Yeah, the European kits are bold, 
vibrant, nice design on them. The home and away ones are boring. It's just a black and white top. Yeah. You know, to be fair, if I was to pick any European kit, it might just be it might just be that Northampton Saints one. Just because it's clean. It right. is clean, it's simple, but it's a Speaking of European kits, Clermont's one, the grey, like the gravel. Grey camouflage, yeah. yeah. I quite like that. that I think well. Anyways. If I was to be really niche, but it's kind of a spoiler because I already, I already know I'm getting it because my gran doesn't know what to get me, so she'll let me choose. I'm actually getting the dream one that I told you about years ago. I'm getting the German top. Oh, you're getting the German top. Yeah. Hell. For those listening, I think that's a really weird pick. My grand's from Germany, so yeah. it's always there's always there's a link there. I've not just went. That'll do. So yeah, I'm actually getting a Deutschland rugby top. There you go. But yeah. Anyway, there's too much more to go on about. No, we'll just we'll just rattle off the predictions before oh, we. No, we're back. We are back at club rugby. Well, domestic rugby this this week coming. Start off with a prem up in the tune. We have Newcastle Falcons versus Bristol Bears. Bristol. I'm going to say Falcons. Bristol. Fuck it. Fuck it. Go for it. Next one. Repeat of last year's final. Sale Sharks host Saracens. Saracens. Sale. Okay. <laughs> Down to Sandy Park. Me against you, Cam. XR Chiefs host Lesser Tigers. Tigers. Chiefs. Done. Yeah. Next. <laughs> nice little Derby in King's Home. Gloucester host the Saints. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we finally agreed. Tasty game at the wreck. Bath host Quinns. Should we say it together? Bath. Yeah. <laughs> and we then go to the URC. Just let me get the fixtures up. Sorry, I forgot to do that. Indeed. Um, Friday is the big one. It is Glasgow versus Edinburgh. First leg of the 1832. It's at Scottsdale, but I don't give a shit because we're beating the Ouija's back your team, Edinburgh for the win. And he's going to say Glasgow just to hurt my feelings. Glasgow. You stuck. Irish Derby, Ulster versus Connacht. And Belfast. I hope it's Connacht, yeah. Connacht. We've got the Italian derby, Zebra versus Benetton. Benetton run absolute rings around Zebra. In Parma? Yeah, Benetton. It is Benetton. It's Benetton. Stormers host the Bulls. It's, it's derby week in the URC, I've just realised. It is derby, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bulls, away. The, the Bulls are going to do it this time. This year, they're going to break the curse. They've had... It's going to be the Bulls. I'll go Stormers. Just to home advantage. That's Hard. It. No, it's not. It's, it's not. There's, no, there's Boxing Day fixtures. Oh, yeah. There you go. Dragons versus Cardiff. Cardiff. It is Cardiff. Cardiff home, yeah, Cardiff. Scarlet's versus Ospreys. I know what you're packing because you're from there, so you have to Ospreys, no, the Scarlets are shocking. <laughs> They're both shocking. They're both shocking, but I'm going to go Ospreys. Yeah, I was going Ospreys as well. Munster versus Leinster. Yeah. Come on, Munster, get rid of it. It's Leinster because he's a dog tripping out. Unfortunately, it's going to be Leinster, isn't it? And that's it. I mean, we could predict two weeks in advance, but there's no point. I can't be asked to do that, Murray. <laughs> no, it's fine. But <laughs> that's, that's us. That's 2023 20, over and out. We've. Smashed it. We've had a world and we have survived it. We have survived it, and it's going to get busier. What a year it's been, might I just say? Just a little look back on the year. We've had one of the one of the one of the best Six Nations. Actually, no, it was a good Six Nations. Ireland crowned Grand Slam winners. We had a bit of a one-sided rugby championship, where two teams sort of just controlled. We yep. had some very entertaining summer uh, summer fixtures, post uh, pre World Cup fixtures, World Cup warm ups. Yep, they were tasty. England yep. for the first time ever. Springboks gave the All Blacks their biggest ever defeat. Yep. Um, and then we had 
the most competitive World Cup I have ever seen with two of the, the greatest quarterfinals. Yes. Which are actually, I'd argue, two of the greatest games you, you'll ever see. Mm-hmm. Um, some One semi-final, which was a blowout, and one semi-final, which was an edge-of-your-seat, absolute nitty-gritty, who's going to win this match. And then a final, of course, because it's rugby, laden with controversy, but seeing the Springboks lift the trophy back-to-back for the fourth time ever. And then in terms of the club rugby, so far, so good. Thank we finally sorted out the premiership. Oh, and Munster won the URC. Forgot about that. Yeah, Munster did that. Munster have signed the world with the URC and, to a thing. And Saracens. Saracens won the. Uh, Saracens are back on top. Yeah, we love that. Yeah. Toulouse won the top oh. 15. Women's rugby. Yeah, La Rochelle won the, the. Yes. Champions Cup. And Toulon won, won the Challenge Cup. That. And women's rugby is skyrocketing. Lost the heartbreak. Gloucester Heartbreak, England, one of the well, the Red Roses, one of the best yeah. international teams, one of the best teams right now. WXB changing the game, Prem, Premiership Women's Rugby now changing the game. Yeah, it's oh, it's so good. Sevens is back. There you go. Yeah, we won't talk about Cape Town Sevens, but we'll talk about Dubai Sevens. We won, but yeah, anyways, guys. Yeah, cheers we'll for watching. For See you in 2024. Uh, wish, me, wish you a Merry Christmas. I hope you get all the rugby jerseys you've ever wanted under your Christmas tree. All the rugby jerseys, all the rugby tickets, all the drink vouchers that you can have at the stadiums. I don't know. Yeah. Stuff yourself with the biggest Christmas dinner you can. Uh, have some Bailey's cream. Uh, no, 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 no. Do you drink Bailey's? You absolute cretin. Yeah, Bailey's coffee. Put a bit of Bailey's cream in your coffee. Oh, my. Oh, no. Must be a Scottish thing. Anyway, cheers, guys. Or just have a good old cold Guinness. No. (laughs) Cheers, guys, for watching, and we'll catch you in the new year.